Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's your Daily Dose of Donna, and today is Monday, April 10th. Welcome to a new week, a new day, a new week, still on spring break over here for my kids, but we're doing it. We're making it work. If you notice, if you're watching on YouTube, I have the most gnarly burn. I don't know if you can tell here, but like my legs, my stomach, I slept horrible because of this horrible burn. Um, because I was outside all day yesterday. We had such a gorgeous day. It was 80 degrees here in LA. We were in our pool from morning till night, basically. We were having friends over. We had food. We grilled. We did an Easter egg hunt for my kids in the evening. If you follow me on Instagram, you can see it over there. Uh, and that's it. We just had a really, really nice weekend. And we actually had a full weekend. Oh my gosh. I saw, if you follow me on Instagram, you followed me along on Saturday. And my son, my youngest son had a baseball game in the morning. And then my second son, my or my older son, had a live theater performance, like a musical theater performance. So we were waiting for the show to start and went across the street and grabbed a, a cup of coffee. And I'm like, oh my God, Lance, that's Allie from Vanderpump Rules. And um, if you watch the show, James has James Kennedy, DJ James Kennedy's girlfriend, Allie, she was at this restaurant with it looks like her mom or her grandma or aunt or something like that. And no tea, nothing exciting other than the fact that she looks as normal and as like, if you didn't know who she was, you would never stop and be like, oh my God. Like it's, it's crazy how it works in LA, right? You see these people on these TV shows and they've all got the makeup and the hair and everything. And then you see them in real life, like at the gym or wherever you see them, cause you see them everywhere. And you could, you could walk right past them. Like everyone just looks so casual when they're not on TV all done up and everything. So that was my Saturday. We went to the LAFC game that night. We have, my husband has season tickets for his business. And so there's like unlimited booze and unlimited food. And it was just a really, really fun weekend. And meanwhile, my YouTube video that I posted on Friday, the podcast, the Heather McDonald, Kelly Dodd, Rachel Hollis, Heidi Powell, like that episode exploded on YouTube. I've had, I think 10,000 views. Thank you so much for those of you who are new here. I've gained hundreds of subscri subscribers um, over on YouTube. And then of course, more listens on the podcast and I'm live right now on TikTok. So hi everyone. Welcome. Um, I hope you enjoy this content. One, one thing I will say, I'm trying really hard to not pay attention to the comments that are upsetting to me, but at the same time, I love engaging with the good comments, right? So a couple of comments like through me from last week, I said something along the lines, and this is just for my own, I, not that I owe an apology. It's just from my own, um, it's important for me to share this. I said in my last podcast podcast episode on Friday, I said, you know, I'm Jewish. My husband's not for Easter. We don't do anything crazy. We don't go to church. We don't go to the, that's all I said. What I meant was we don't celebrate hardcore. We don't go to mass. We don't go, you know, uh, to church. We don't go to temple on Passover. Like we don't celebrate you know, very, very, in a very religious way. That's what I was saying. When I said crazy, I just meant like 
we're just more secular. We just hang out at home. We have brunch. We hang out with our friends, our family. And I just want to clear that up because I got some comments saying, wow, I can't believe you think going to mass on Easter is, is crazy. I was like, no, 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 YouTube, no. Anyway, another thing is a lot of people uh, like to comment that I, it takes me a second to get to the point. Well, I'm just going to share one thing really fast. This is my show. It's Daily Dose of Donna, right? This is my podcast. So I do what I want to do. And if you like it, you like it. But I always will put timestamps now for you guys. So don't you stress, okay? I'll make sure that I'll try to keep as many timestamps as possible so that you guys can, you know, and I have my pencil out, my pen, okay? Welcome everyone on TikTok, you guys. Come on in, join the conversation, make sure to follow over there. Okay. So we're, we have a bunch of things to talk about. We have a bunch of like little snippets, no huge story today, but some snippets. First of all, I'm going to say, and I'm not going to make this a TV show review, but all I want to say is succession. Whoa, succession. And I will say this one thing, you know, these shows, if you're not watching live the night of, it's really, really hard to escape knowing what happens in these big shows, right? Because then you go the next day online and it's like, if it's a big episode and something big happens, like it's everywhere. Well, last night's episode was big. I'm not going to spoil it here for you, but if you haven't already figured out what happened in last night's episode, because it was on the front cover of the LA Times, the actual story, what happened, and it's everywhere. And I saw a tweet this morning that said something along the lines of, um, are you saying, whoa, like, whoa, it was a big deal. Yeah. The, it's, I saw something on um, Twitter this morning that said something along the lines of like, wow, so Succession fans just collectively decided to like forego worrying about giving away spoilers. Like everyone was just so in shock. So I hope you like Succession. I hope you watch it. Leave me a comment below if you do. Another thing I watched this weekend I caught up on to was Love is Blind. So I'm going to get into a little bit of Love is Blind in just a minute. But let's first talk about some news stories for the weekend that I just thought were so crazy and so cool. So we're going to start with Ariana Maddox. So Ariana Maddox, you guys, have you seen this? Ariana Maddox. Famously from Vanderpump Rules, Tom Sandoval's ex-girlfriend, long-term girlfriend of 10 years, is living her best life. Ariana Maddox, there is, it's, I don't think it's been officially confirmed by Dancing with the Stars because I don't think they do this, but pretty much all reports are saying that Ariana Maddox is joining the next season of Dancing with the Stars. Now, this is super, super exciting for a few reasons. Number one. No one deserves a comeback story like Ariana, right? If you were publicly humiliated the way she has with the Scandal situation and like everyone in the world um, has known now that she has been cheated on by her her long-term boyfriend, basically her husband, and her one of her best friends together, it's humiliating. It sucks. But this is like the 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 best revenge. Not only is her business something about her, the sandwich shop opening, and it's going to do well, you know it will. Then there's also all this team Ariana, like the entire world supports Ariana in this. Then you see that she booked a Lifetime movie. So she shot a little bit of a Lifetime movie last week or two weeks ago up in Canada. So now she's getting acting gigs, but then this news breaks that she's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. I told my husband this. My husband, Lance, is a camera operator, and he's been working on Dancing with the Stars now for like five or six or eight seasons. I don't even know how many years. So he works on the show. So when I see this news, because they're not shooting yet, and they haven't officially let out the cast, so he didn't know. And when I see this news yesterday morning, I text him. I'm like, oh, my God, Ariana is on Dancing with the Stars. He's like, Grande? Ariana Grande? 
And I'm like, no, 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 Ariana Maddox. And he's like, oh. It's like, I don't know. Is it that big of a deal? I'm like, sir, Vanderpump Rules got two over 2 million views on the, you know, March 8th episode after Scandival broke. Yes, it's a big deal. And trust me, this is the comeback that Dancing with the Stars needed. Plus, Tyra Banks is out of Dancing with the Stars, which, you know, bless her heart, was a insanely hard person to watch on that show. Like, the casting was just so off, so wrong. So now it's going to be hosted by... Alfonso Ribeiro, the, you know, the guy that does the Carlton on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and, um, and I have my own feelings about it, but whatever, I'll just, and, um, Julianne Huff, who's Derek Huff's sister, Derek Huff is my neighbor. He lives up the street from me. Okay. So that is kind of exciting. I can't wait to watch this season. I think it's going to be an amazing season of numbers, um, because so many people are going to support her and I can't wait to see who else signs on. Okay, just a follow up on a little bit of what I talked about last week. I talked about this Heather McDonald, Kelly Dodd, Megan Weaver, Tamara Judge, Teddy Mellencamp story. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to Friday's episode um, or watch the episode. But it felt like a game of telephone. And over the weekend, Teddy and Tamara released an episode of their Two Teas in a Pod. And I listened to the part where they talked about it this morning. Basically, what happened was Tamara clearly doesn't like Heather McDonald. Okay. This is a clear, clear, obvious thing. Um, they both kind of don't. It sounds to me like both Teddy and Tamara don't like Heather McDonald. T- Tamara said multiple times, I have never said that she owes me $250,000 because she actually owes me $500,000. And she said that twice. So she wanted to nail in the idea that Heather McDonald, she feels is, you know, owes her $500,000. They clearly don't have a good relationship. Now, Tamara said, I never talked shit about Megan Weaver at all. And um, essentially what happened was Teddy and Tamara supported Megan and like, you know, shouted out some love for her after the big Heather Megan feud. And they, you know, they basically were, were kind of, um, you know, they were talked badly about in that like Heather and Kelly world because it looked like they were team Megan. But the truth is they probably are, okay? Tamara Judge's uh, company, it's Vena CBD. And if you watch Jeff Lewis or listen to Jeff Lewis, like he talks about Vena CBD like it's his life. Like he's constantly shouting out that product. And it made me buy it actually because it sounds so good from the way Jeff talks about it. So I guarantee you, um, you know, Tamara wants to stay on Jeff's good side. Megan Weaver is Jeff's best friend. And I'm sure she, and she doesn't like Heather. So it's not shocking. She also doesn't like Kelly Dodd. She and Kelly Dodd have a very contentious relationship. So it's very clear what's happening. But, you know, I just wanted to say that they kind of laughed it off when they talked about it. It wasn't like that important to them, but they wanted to be very clear that this was, you know, how how they felt. Obviously not a huge fan of Heather McDonald. Okay, had to follow up on that story. Now we're going to talk about the next story that I have listed because I've got like a bunch of little stories, like I said today. Um, Watch what happens live. So it comes out yesterday online because I love our internet sleuths. It comes out, hey, Harmony guy, welcome. Um, It comes out that 
the episode, the big, like crazy episode last Wednesday where Tom Schwartz was unhinged on Watch What Happens Live and just said whatever was on his mind, which is so funny because everyone was saying like, oh my God, he was so out of control and whatever. I actually loved it. I loved every second of it. I'm like this, we don't want media training with these people. We want, you know, just an, an unfiltered experience. And he really is like the most unfiltered, maybe not smart for him, but for us as a viewer, it's great to watch. So essentially in that episode, he does come out saying that he has known about the one night stand since August, but he doesn't say on the show that we watched the live show on air, doesn't say what, when did this one night stand happen? Where were they? What did it but apparently two people who were actually at the live taping of Watch What Happens Live that day said that he actually said that they slept together in Mexico at Sheena's wedding. The episodes we are watching right now, we know that in these three days that they're in Mexico or four days, this is when the affair actually physically, well, we don't know if it starts, but it definitely happens here. This is the time where Sandoval tells Schwartz about, and Schwartz said this, on Watch What Happens Live, allegedly, and Watch What Happens Live edited that out. And my guess is because they want to save it for the show and for the reunion. And they don't want us to know too many details because they want us to kind of like stick around to find out more. Thought that was pretty crazy. Some That was some like little, you know, now we know the affair definitely was consummated or it was happening during the episodes that aired last weekend or last week and tonight. Or sorry, this week on Wednesday, which is, can't wait. It's good, good, good. Okay, you guys, this is kind of crazy, but did you ever watch, did you ever watch The Bachelor, The Bachelorette season where um, Claire was, Claire, I feel like her last name, now I can't remember her last name, Claire something, um, was The Bachelorette and then she met her guy, Dale, and this was like covid days. Like this was like high COVID days. And then she breaks up with, she leaves the bachelorette halfway through the season or three episodes into the season when she met Dale and she goes on to, oh, thank you so much. And she goes on to, she leaves and Tasha comes on in. So this was 2020. My husband, if maybe it was 2021 actually. Yeah, it was 2021. My husband was actually working on the show, on The Bachelorette. He was in La Quinta for five weeks shooting this this uh, this season where Claire leaves and Tasha comes in. And if you remember who Tasha is, she's beautiful. She was adorable. And she ended up falling in love with a guy named Zach, who I really liked. I thought they were very cute. And they actually ended up dating for a couple of years afterwards. And he was very famously or not famously, but very open about his sober journey and it seemed like they were like going to go the distance. And then randomly last year, they just break up a few months ago last year. I don't know exactly when. Now, this is a little weird because a couple weeks ago, so Zach, Tasha's ex, runs this very um, big foundation about sobriety, helping people get sober or helping those that are sober live a sober life. And he's very active in it. He raises funds for it. He talks about it. And the other day, like a few months ago or a few weeks ago, I see a picture that Carl from Summer House, Carl Radke, who is also openly sober, was in a picture with Zach and they were working together in some capacity. And I thought to myself, this is a great pairing. 
because Zach is like a reality star who's sober. Carl is a reality star who's sober. They both live in New York. Like this is a perfect collab. Like Carl should not be working with his friend Kyle's company, Loverboy, an alcohol company. No, he should be working with this. Okay. Cut to Tasha is over at Carl and Lindsay's house yesterday for Easter. Okay, Carl from Summer House, the guy who I said was in a picture with Tasha's ex. And who was also in this house? A bunch of other people, a bunch of other Summer House people, Andrea and the guy Chris that we don't ever see at all this season. And Luke, handsome, you know, I can't remember if it's, where's the, like Wyoming? Is he from Wyoming or whatever? He's always the guy that starts the fire. He's not on this season, shockingly. And it's the worst mistake ever because he's so beautiful to look at. And so Luke is at this Easter too, and they're taking a big group picture. And Lindsay Hubbard posted this morning about like, it's a collage of pictures from Easter. And in this picture, Luke is standing and Tasha's in front of him and he's holding Tasha's hand on the side. So it looks to me like Luke and Tasha are now a couple. And everyone said on the comments, like, wow, you just like sneakily, you know, um, opened up about their relationship. No one has heard about this. They have not posted about anything. This was like shocking. And then a couple hours later, an hour later, Lindsay retracted that picture. She posted an edited version and said, well, this is awkward. <laughs> so now we know that either Luke and Tasha are hooking up, have hooked up, or maybe are full on dating. Either way, I think it's absolutely adorable. But it's this whole kind of um, incestual reality show dating situation. Okay. And then I'm going to wrap up today for just a couple minutes talking about Love is Blind. I finally watched the episodes about Love is Blind. Holy moly, you guys. There's so much to say that I guess I can do another deep dive of Love is Blind, but I will say this. No one's that interesting, to be honest. Like the 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 sweet couple that are going to end up, you know, for sure together, Brett and Tiffany, there's nothing wrong with them. They're so beautiful and so cute and so in love. Great. Fine. But it doesn't make so for such good TV. Then you have Micah and Paul who are also in all like there's not really any drama. They seem very happy and sweet and in love. And I think they're trying to make drama with her friends. I don't see any drama. And then, of course, you have Vicky and Marshall, and or I'm sorry, Jackie and Marshall. And I'm not going to get into it because that's not the story I want to focus on right now. Essentially, they break up in the last episode and Jackie ends up dating or going to try to date a guy from another guy from the show, Love is Blind, who never went to, you know, the distance. And then, of course, we have the really random and really uncomfortable Bliss and Zach, Zach, who's always eating on every episode and every scene. But what I want to focus on today for just the few minutes are Chelsea and Kwame. Watching Chelsea on this show gives me the most awkward, uncomfortable feelings. It is so awkward to see someone who is so madly over the top, insanely in love with someone who clearly isn't. And like, Maybe the editing is doing an amazing job, but Kwame is not into Chelsea. And if you watch any of these episodes where I talked about Love is Blind in the past, I was very clear about this. Like Kwame was in love with Micah, stuck around the show because he wants to be a reality show and he wants to be a reality star. He wanted to go to Mexico for their honeymoon. Now he's stuck in this relationship with this Chelsea girl who literally talks to him. Like, here's my microphone. If you're watching on YouTube, like 
she is like in his in his face like she talk I didn't want to be too loud because the microphone but like she talks in his face like to me I, I need space I'd be like girl back up she feeds him chocolate strawberries he's, he's like yeah um I'm not really sure how I feel and she's like I love you so much and I can't wait to be with you for the rest of my life he's like yeah but I don't know if I want to move to Seattle and she's like but we are obsessed with each other and we will be together forever like it is giving vibes that it's like, read the room. Like, do you not see what's happening here? I mean, she cannot, she's not catching the vibe. I wonder if you guys agree with me on this. And so at the end of the episode was the wedding. And then of course we didn't see the wedding. We just, you know, it's like cut and we're going to find out. I think Friday the 14th is when the next episodes are coming out or the final episode before the live reunion, which is also going to be so fun to watch. But Man, oh man, if any of my girlfriends are ever in love with a guy so much, so obviously where they're obsessed with them and talking to them like this, and then the other guy's like, (laughs) gotta go, get a clue. Chelsea, get a clue. Now, if these two end up together and get married, we know it's not going to end up well. That's all I have to say. It's not going to end up well. Um, You guys, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you as always. Thank you for the subscribes, follow, likes, telling your friends about Daily Dose of Donna. This is my favorite, favorite show, my favorite hour of the day. I absolutely love coming over here and giving you guys the tea on all these different things. We'll talk more about all these things this week. Let me know in the comments below what you want me to cover for the rest of the episodes this week. You guys have a great one and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Every day, We rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.